Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. How the mighty have fallen. Rudy Giuliani turns himself in. A mugshot for the man who probably put the worst criminals in the 20th century in jail. He's surrounded. And how Trump is trying to sabotage tonight's debate on Fox. Voila! The stage for tonight. Then, where's the pilot? It's almost 11 p.m. and we've been here since 3. 200 passengers stuck on the plane for seven hours. There's no pilots to be found and there's no answer. And... The woman accused of shoving an 87-year-old lady out of her way. What she's saying today about the elderly lady's shocking death. Plus, dream home nightmare. The football star who bought this mansion for his dad. Utter heartbreak after the home explodes. It was almost vaporized. And new information on the third grade teacher accused of drinking wine in the classroom. You're under arrest. Please don't do this. It's too late. No, please, please, please. It happens more often than you think. She's absolutely not alone. And song of the summer. Rich man, the rich man. Now his new song just released today. I want to go home. Now Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. That is disgraced attorney Rudy Giuliani, who today turned himself in to be booked on charges in connection with efforts to throw out the 2020 Georgia presidential vote. Former President Trump and the other defendants have until Friday to surrender to the Fulton County Sheriff. And though Giuliani has told the court that he's out of money, he arrived in Atlanta via private jet. Rudy Giuliani put on a brave front as he left New York for Georgia to surrender. I plead not guilty, and I get photographed. Isn't that nice? A, a mugshot for the man who probably put the worst criminals of the 20th century in jail. Two hours later, he landed in Atlanta, and despite reports that he's broke, he flew in on a private jet. This is a man who currently has seven figures in unpaid legal debt. Somewhere, he got the money to be able to fly here to Georgia today private. After he was booked and had his mugshot taken, he stopped to speak to a scrum of reporters professing his innocence. This, in, this indictment is a travesty. Is it true that he's really broke? 
We caught up with Giuliani's attorney, Arthur Idala, who says he's representing him for free. I'm doing this because it's a man who needs help, who has helped so many people in his lifetime. Donald Trump is also helping his old pal out. He's hosting a $100,000 a plate fundraiser for Giuliani at his New Jersey country club next month. Another Trump co-defendant, Jenna Ellis, says Trump should be paying all the legal bills. Why isn't MAGA Inc. funding everyone's defense, she asks. Trump's co-defendants have been arriving to surrender in a steady stream at the notorious Fulton County Jail, which is said to be infested with lice. The former president plans to surrender Thursday. I will proudly be arrested tomorrow afternoon in Georgia, he posted. Trump timed his surrender to steal the spotlight from coverage of tonight's first Republican presidential debate. And there we have the stage for tonight. He also recorded an interview with Tucker Carlson, set to be posted at 9 p.m., the same time as the debate. For both of them tonight, this is, this is a revenge match. It's a revenge against the RNC. It's revenge against Fox News. Fox News national correspondent Alexis McAdams says expect fireworks. We expect the Fox News debate to be exciting. Voters are going to get a chance to hear from all of those eight candidates who have qualified to be on that debate stage. They're going to talk about everything from the economy to education and Americans will be listening closely. Fox News has banned Trump's representatives from the post-debate spin room. But Don Jr. and his fiance Kimberly Guilfoyle will be in attendance. Don Jr. and I will be there. We will be attending. And I just like to see somebody try to stop Don Jr. and me from going someplace. 7,000 people are expected to attend tonight's debate in Milwaukee. The man who led a coup against Vladimir Putin is presumed to be dead. Yevgeny Prigozhin was listed among the passengers on board a plane that was shot down just north of Moscow. Ever since that failed rebellion, many have considered Prigozhin a dead man walking. The mercenary who led a failed rebellion against Russian dictator Putin was killed today in a fiery plane crash. Yevgeny Prigozhin was reportedly on the plane that was shot down by Russian air defenses north of Moscow. It was caught on video as it spiraled out of the sky. Two months ago, Prigozhin's feared Wagner mercenaries mutinied against Putin and marched towards Moscow. When the plot was foiled and the leaders given amnesty, many observers said he was a dead man walking, including the president. If I were here, I'd be careful what I ate. And he reacted to the news today. I don't know for a fact. What happened? I must trust. Others also predicted Prigozhin's demise. The advice to him was don't stand near open windows. I would not. Today, speculation was rampant that Putin was behind the apparent assassination. Anybody who knows Putin is obvious this was a planned attack. I mean, um, whether there was an explosion on the airplane itself or whether they shot it out of the sky, we should make no mistake that this was an assassination. Ten people were listed on board the plane. If you have flown anywhere lately, there's a good chance you encountered delays. But the passengers on this flight sat on the tarmac for seven hours because they say there was no pilot. Here's Jim Murray. An epic delay. So we have 200 passengers on this flight right now. Everyone's luggage is down there. Passengers turned into citizen reporters. How long have you been waiting? Seven hours. Yep. These Spirit Airlines passengers say they've been stuck on the tarmac in Fort Lauderdale for seven hours. Why? They say they're waiting for the pilot to show up. It's almost 11 p.m. and we've been here since three. And there's no pilots to be found and there's no answer. The flight was headed to Richmond, Virginia. We are not allowed even though you have been here already for over an hour. People got to make other plans, man. Make y'all...
Amanda. Flight delays are up this year with an estimated 6,000 flights delayed every day. Airlines cite everything from pilot shortages to wild weather. In July, United passengers traveling from Newark to Rome were also stuck on the tarmac for seven hours and lashed out at a gate agent. We had elderly people, we had babies, we had pregnant women, not even water. You didn't even pass around water. Treat it like animals. Tell that to the passengers on that Spirit Airlines flight. And there's no pilots to be found. There's no Spirit Airlines apologize. They blame air traffic control imposed delays as well as bad weather. She's the young woman who admitted that she shoved an old lady who later died. The victim was a much-loved vocal coach whose deaths made headlines. And today, the woman responsible for the death learned her fate. Stephen Fabian was at the courthouse. It's judgment day for the woman who shoved an elderly lady to her death. Lauren Pazienza pleaded guilty to manslaughter in the headline-making case. Lauren Pazienza was led into the courtroom here in downtown New York with her hands cuffed behind her back, her red hair combed straight, and wearing monotone prison scrubs. As she sat before the judge, she spoke softly, her voice even cracking as she pled guilty to first-degree manslaughter. Upon leaving the courtroom, she paused and looked over her shoulder towards her parents who are seated quietly in the corner of the room. Prosecutors say 27-year-old Pazienza had been out celebrating with her fiancé 100 days before their June wedding, but she stormed off in a fit of anger. She happened to pass 87-year-old Barbara Guster, and cops say for no reason she shoved her aside. Gustern hit her head and died five days later. So this is going to be short. The victim was a beloved voice coach. Blondie singer Debbie Harry was one of the stars she had worked with. After Gustern's death, cops released this video of the then unidentified suspect. Wanted posters were put up. After two weeks, Pazienza, an event organizer, turned herself in. And today, she was sentenced to eight years. I spoke to the victim's grandson. Do you think that Lauren Pazienza got off easy? I definitely would say that she's lucky. I am personally disappointed with the verdict. What did she take away when it comes to your grandmother? She took away my best friend, my mentor, and a teacher to thousands of people in this city. Lauren Pazienza's parents left court without comment. Do you have anything to say to the victim's family? According to her lawyer, Pazienza is still engaged to the fiancé she was with the night of the incident. The investigation into a home explosion outside Pittsburgh that killed six people continues. Authorities are looking into hot water tank issues or perhaps a gas leak. And now, just two weeks later, the dream home that an NFL player bought for his father has exploded, killing his dad. It was a dream come true for pro football star Caleb Farley. He used his huge payday to buy a magnificent mansion for his father, a thank you for being a great dad. But that dream is now a nightmare. Farley's father was killed in a suspected gas leak explosion that completely obliterated the lakefront mansion. Five minutes to midnight, just a massive explosion. I could not believe that the house was just gone. It was almost vaporized. The body of 61-year-old Robert Farley was found in the rubble. Caleb Farley purchased the home in 2022 for $2 million in North Carolina, just a year after he was drafted by the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans select Caleb Farley. His first big purchase was the mansion, which boasts four bedrooms and four baths. 
In the aftermath of the explosion, it's all rubble now. The 24-year-old solemnly toured the blast site. He then posted video of people praying for his dad, writing, you wasn't supposed to go out like this, Pop. And friends of the dead man gathered last night to toast his memory. He may be gone. He'll never, ever be forgotten. Amen. One, two, three. Robert Farley's funeral will be on Saturday. Yesterday, we told you about the teacher accused of being drunk on the first day of school. It's believed she was under the influence when she posed with her fellow teachers for this photo. Well, it turns out that that happens with some regularity. We're learning more about the teacher accused of drinking on the first day of school. You're under arrest. Please don't do this. It's too late. No, please, please, please. I can't do this, please. Third grade teacher Kimberly Coates kept changing her story. When did you drink something? Last night. Before admitting. Okay, I drank on the way to work. Then school administrators found a cup of wine in her classroom. That layer is wine. Look at this. Earlier in the day, the 53-year-old teacher posed with fellow teachers for this class photo. She's all smiles. No sign of what was to come. The teacher really did not want her husband notified. Now, let's call somebody and have him pick you up. No, I, I can't call my husband. Turns out teaching made the list of the top 10 professions with the highest rates of alcohol abuse, along with lawyers and health care professionals. I just feel a ton of empathy. You know, Jessica Duanius was Kentucky Teacher of the Year in 2019, but says she struggled with living a double life as an alcoholic. In 2020, she resigned. She's absolutely not alone. I even have gotten the State Teacher of the Year Award while drinking a fifth of liquor a day. You know, I remember how incredibly difficult it was to know that you're struggling with something that has such a heavy stigma tied to it and then show up professionally as a role model. Teaching is incredibly challenging with very little support. Put your hands behind your back. Please don't do this. Following the incident, the school district released a statement to parents saying they couldn't say anything about the incident because it was a personnel matter. The teacher has resigned. The number one song on the Billboard charts is not by Taylor Swift or by Beyonce. It's from this guy. His name is Oliver Anthony. And Oliver is a farmer who has touched nerves with the working class Americans. Lord knows they all just want to singer with the bushy red beard who shot to overnight fame singing about the working man's struggles is out today with a new song it's called i want to go home take me home i want to go home two weeks ago oliver anthony released rich men north of richmond and he just took off becoming the first artist to top billboard charts with no prior history Oliver Anthony, you guys might not know that name, but after today, I promise you will not forget it. The former factory worker who sings about high taxes and welfare cheats is causing quite a stir with conservatives who claim his music is an anthem for the forgotten American. We got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milk and welfare. An historic climb on the charts. That 
should be a wake-up call to these out-of-touch elites in politics. This guy who nobody knew a few days ago has become an international superstar because of the way he sings this song and the lyrics that are in it. But some liberals are questioning if his lyrics are promoting a far-right political agenda. We have another example of where the right is overstating how much Anthony is with them and the left is overreacting to a perceived threat from someone they think is right-wing. Here's what Oliver Anthony has to say about the controversy. I sit pretty dead center down the aisle on politics and and always have. Wanna know what you think? Wanna know what you do? Anthony says he turned down an $8 million record deal, but he's not to do badly. One music expert says he's currently making about $40,000 a day just from his songs being downloaded and streamed. Next, Gilgo Beach serial killings shocker. The disgraced police chief once in charge of the investigation. Charged with soliciting sex in the park from an undercover agent at 10 in the morning. Did he sabotage the serial killer investigation? so his secret life wouldn't be exposed. I think it would have been solved on day one. Plus, Heidi Klum stepping on the scale. I got on the scale and showed how much I weighed. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A surprising update on the Gilgo Beach case. The former police chief, who many say bungled the original investigation, has been arrested. James Burke, who went to prison in connection with the corruption scandal, was charged with soliciting sex at a public park. Ironically, not far from Gilgo Beach. He's the corrupt former police chief blamed for botching the investigation into the Gilgo Beach murders. Do you have anything to say about your arrest? Now, 58-year-old James Burke is facing another scandal following his arrest in a sex sting. The former police chief was arrested by park rangers here at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial just a few miles from Gilgo Beach. Prosecutors say he tried to solicit a sex act from a male undercover officer. He is said to have pleaded with officers to spare him the humiliation of an arrest, even asking, do you know who I am? Burke was charged with public lewdness and indecent exposure. The stunning arrest of Rex Hewerman for three of the Gilgo Beach murders last month, 13 years after the first body was found, has refocused attention on Burke's mishandling of the case. He blocked his officers from cooperating with the FBI, and as a result, a vital clue wasn't followed up. A description of the killer as a towering Frankenstein-like figure with an empty gaze, an ogre. 
a perfect match for Rex Hewerman. I spoke with former state senator Phil Boyle. There was only one person that matched that description. If Burke had not kicked the FBI out of the investigation, I think it would have been solved on day one. One reason he allegedly stymied FBI agents? Burke feared they would unearth his own secret life and his relationships with sex workers. I have no doubt that Jim Burke, being police chief at the time, caused the delay in the arrest of Mr. Uriman for 13 years. Rex Uriman denies being the Gilgo Beach serial killer. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, Heidi Klum stepping on the scale. I got on the scale and showed how much I weighed. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Got to give Heidi Klum some credit. She is stepping on a scale to let everybody see what she weighs. America's Got Talent judge Heidi Klum is daring to do what most women would never do. Get on the scale in front of the whole world. The supermodel drags out her scale. And as she steps on, she drops her clothes. No sense in adding extra weight. And the scale reads 137 pounds. Heidi, who kicked off AGT's live shows last night by strutting to the new hit by Dua Lipa, says her weight fluctuates between 137 and 139 pounds. Looking good, Heidi. When we come back, a problem for grandma in the kitchen. Finally today, she took out some frozen meatballs for her grandson's dinner, but things didn't go as planned. Here I am, trying to hammer out a meatball for my grandson. Oh, just broke my freaking knife. Grandma may want to let those meatballs melt for a bit, and she definitely needs a new knife. That's Inside Edition. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, 
all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Ion College Basketball Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.